It is Thursday, the 5th of October 2017, and this is episode 320 of Digital Outbox. Hello, welcome to another episode of Digital Outbox coming at ya. Uh, I'm Chris and Ian's here. Hello, Ian. Evening. <laughs> Evening, Chris. Have a lozenge. Have a lozenge. Yeah, I can never use a strepsil again, seeing as like they've obviously been you know, sponsored by Tories. Oh, dear. Yes. In the week that Prime Minister couldn't talk for coughing, uh, we've got news. Google has ditched its controversial first click free policy this has been going on for, for like ages so first click free was the idea that uh news providers would allow users to view say three articles uh before they were presented with a paywall from um from anyone who had a paywall uh, now publishers have been moaning about this saying it doesn't fit their model anymore and especially sort of the big corporations news corp and people like that um saying if you refuse to join up to that package, basically, you disappeared from search results, which is obviously not what they wanted. And kind of, though, expected, right? If you block away all your content, how can a search engine search for it and display it as something to use? Anyway, they have removed that policy now, agreeing that actually it is a bit, it's not quite right. And as as paywalls have become more the norm, um, you know, that that's... You know, they don't. I mean, essentially, Google don't want to be returning a whole bunch of results that you just can't see. That's that's the ultimate problem. But they have obviously come up with solutions. Yeah, and 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 I think you you've nailed it pretty well. It's always a weird one for me that um, you're behind a paywall, but you want the search results to return, and, and enough mm. of a hook to get people to click on it, to hit the paywall, to pay the money. Um, and then I can see the other side where Google just says it indexes the internet. Um, but they're, they're clearly saying if people didn't sign up for this, you will be disadvantaged. Yeah, because and... how can you? Because you can't show content that doesn't exist to that user. But anyway, that I guess they've now figured that no users are now more used to paywalls. It's not such a big issue. Um, we will show that content, but I'm sure it will cause it cause me to to you know not like getting Google results because whenever I click on something, I can't see it. But I think you were getting results anyway because they were signed up for that policy. Yeah, so but, they're, but they're, the what they're saying, I think what they're saying now is the policy will still exist or that kind of free click policy. It's, it's just optional. up to the providers to, to yeah. decide how many free clicks they want to give and yeah. whether that's on a per user basis, I don't know, or whether globally, I'm not sure. Um, but Cause I think Because I think for some providers, they didn't want any. They want you to pay. And for others, they're quite happy with maybe one or two articles. So we've seen there's, there's many a time when I'll get a, you're on your third or fifth articles this month. You know, well, so like, like as soon as I get loads of news articles in a thing when I'm searching and I click on them and every single one has got a thing. I want an option somewhere in Google which allows me to turn off paywalled content. That's what I, you know, I can see it coming. So there you go. PlayStation VR going to get a hardware update, a relatively small bump in hardware. Um, firstly, integrating some speak or some uh, head headphones into the headsets, so the actual wiring's not so much of a mess, and also a quick um, tweak to allow HDR pass through, so you don't have to disconnect your VR headset when you want to watch HDR content. 
Yeah, and the head headphones integrated directly into the headset. So some some tweaks more than anything else, but um, it has upset a few. You know, current owners are, are feeling a bit salty that you know I think we're only about is it nine months or something like that on from or ten months on from when it first came out. Um, probably even less than that. That there's a that there's a, a slight tweak, um, but I. I you know, hey, we've had consoles quicker than that, you know. The, the and and VR still, still early days, you know. It's one of those things. There's a, there's definitely an early adopters tax because you know the next versions of Oculus Vive and the PlayStation VR are, I think, going to be quite a significant step. Yeah, totally. No, totally. You're always going to get that. And don't forget all the enjoyment you've had up till now. And don't ignore the fact that it's a, t- it's relatively minor tweaks that aren't really going to affect you that much. No, 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 no. Roku has joined the bandwagon and decided to refresh all its hardware um, going along with the 4K, you know, faster processors approach. Um, they're kind of positioned halfway between uh, sort of the Amazon, which is probably the cheapest way to get your, your streaming device uh, at 4K, um, but slightly, well, and a lot, lot less than Apple's um, offering. Um, Roku saying their best, you know, the fact that where they sit in this market is the fact that they don't actually... They're not pushing their own content. They're not like a Netflix or a, an Amazon or an Apple trying to push their content. They're actually uh, independent and will just show whatever they can get their hands on to you. Um, but anyway, yep. Um, integrated microphone in the handset, uh, bump in processors, um, saying it's going to get, they reckon, 50% faster and allowing HDR content as well. Um, so kind of all the headlines that we've seen variously across all the other boxes. Um, uh, but yeah still keeping relevant and roku is is kind of much bigger in the us than it is in the uk because of the offerings that they can give they do much better channel support and all that kind of stuff in the us the support in the uk isn't quite so good yet there's still a name that people recognize and they do do offerings in the uk yeah and sky invested in them so i think their no box was a roku box so there's a there's a bit of kind of maybe people have got rokus without necessarily knowing branded differently yeah yeah um, and and again, you've you know that the, there's a, a definite price unless you've got lots of content in iTunes. Um, don't buy an Apple TV. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like there's there's better offerings out there that do the same. Yep. Um, uh, and we've, and and Roku has always come top of the kind of usability stakes, and and they've actually done a little bump in their software as well. Uh, Roku OS eight is now updated. Sorry, is it available? It's a free update for users. Um, nothing radical going on, um, but it does add some, you know, bits and bobs here and there, and sort of obviously support for all the new hardware as well. So, um, if you've got a Roku, go go update. Amber Rudd, mm-hmm. someone else we love. <laughs> so anyway, so she has come forward and said that anyone viewing online terrorist material continuously or, or you know, uh, overly. Um, is going to face now a 15-year jail sentence. It's kind of to <clears throat> close a gap in the law where currently um, people can be prosecuted for having terrorist material stored on their computer or printed out in hard copy. Um, but a lot of this content that's linked from uh, sort of ISIS Twitter accounts and all that is is streaming uh, video. And so this is designed to close that gap and say if you're if if you're logged watching um, streaming videos of known uh, terrorist propaganda material, then you can also face jail sentence. Um, and to be honest, it seems like a fairly sensible approach. I don't know whether it can be achieved in a you know a, a, you know 
how do you define and where are where are the limits and lines but i'm sure there's legal cases that do define what is and is not terrorist material yes and it's got the i mean i think it's got the safeguards in there so again if you've accidentally clicked on a, a link or somebody sent you something you didn't realize what it was and you know, yeah, I don't think a single view that's, that's or even not going to or shouldn't apply to you. Yeah, I, yeah, a single view isn't going to apply. I mean, these things are always a bit woolly when it comes down to the actual details, um, and you hope that they're going to come out with the right balance in the court. That's what the sort of that's what judges <laughs> are paid to do. Yeah, um, and there's also a reasonable excuse in that. Yes. You know, a reasonable excuse will apply to academics, journalists, researchers. You know, or if people, you just ran, if you had a good reason for doing it, doesn't it? You know, yeah, you know, but there are people that will legitimately, you know, be viewing this material to better understand, you know, what's behind it, what's happening, how to counter it, etc. There's a whole, there's a whole load of, you know, acceptable reasons why that's that's legit. Um, mm. So yeah, Rod also. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, she moaned oh the fact that she was being patronised and sneered at by. Um, the tech industry when they were trying to legislate effect- effectively what she said was when we're trying to legislate on something we really don't understand you all laugh at us <laughs> because we don't understand it and you know it's a bit you know you would at least expect a politician to pretend that they understand it maybe it's good that she's honest that she doesn't understand it but uh, well you see, I, I, I disagree she's a, she's a home secretary um, she's been in plenty of time to turn around and say, I don't need to understand. So that's it. It's an arrogance. I don't need to understand how encryption works to understand how it's helping criminals. I, I think it's really a really lazy argument. I, and I guess the other really important point to take is the fact that this has been a big issue and has been raised as a big issue for years now when they've been talking about this end-to-end encryption. So the fact that she still hasn't had the time or, or felt it necessary to understand bit- even the basics of it is extremely disappointing, extremely yes. telling of modern day politicians, actually. So that's um, the bit I didn't like. It wasn't that mm. I don't understand how encryption works. It was mm. I don't need to understand. So willfully, I don't need to bother myself understanding that. I'm just telling you what you need to do. When that's not true to make it... And sure, you can get as many advisors as you want, but you should at least have a basic understanding. And that's, yes. and that's all it is, isn't it? That The, the basic... And, and you can someone could give her that basic understanding in a very short space of time. Um, An expert yeah. can put it over and, you know, five, ten minutes, walk us through the challenges and pitfalls and all the reasons why the things that you're asking us to do can't be done. It sadly is, but we've seen this so much in politics recently, and it's not just it's not just tech. Tech obviously is a big industry and hard to manage, but it's not just tech. It's it's everywhere. The the politicians really don't choose to pay attention anymore. No, absolutely, they can't even get their signs to stay up. What what chance you got? (laughs) Microsoft VR. They've been talking about this for a while. They're going to say they said they're going to have like loads of cheap headsets. Uh, now they're coming to fruition, so pre-orders are starting um, about ten days' time, something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, October, October seventeenth. So, and these devices yeah. are—they're kind of more like your Google, what they call Dream something, Daydream, Daydream, like that kind of device, which is all encapsulated. It's, it's like a encapsulated thing. It's not necessarily this full-on mega power machine needed to run it. It's uh, much more lower level but maybe they're you know they're, they're pitching this is this is the level that people are going to have vr from now on yep. um and, yeah, there's, and, and there's loads of um, providers 
Yeah, so Acer, Dell, HP, Lenovo, and the, the new one was Samsung. So Samsung's you can't pre-order in, in October, it's early November, um, and that's a bit more premium, so it's got an OLED display and seeing like the headphones are better. I, I'll just be interested to see what the, the uptake in this is. It's, mm. um, it, it's, it's, it's almost trying to hit the middle between like a, a kind of Samsung Gear type device where you yep. slot your mobile phone in, and the, obviously the, the kind of premium, um, you know, your Oculus and Vive. It, yep. it's, it's, you know, it's, it's close to being a, a throwaway purchase, maybe. Mate, yeah, it's getting there. It's getting towards certainly Christmas time fun, and it's actually a much more reasonable amount of money to spend on that Christmas time fun than it is to spend on a mega machine plus mega headset costs and stuff like that. So yeah, and it ties up with um, it ties up with the next release of um, Windows. So the kind of mm. the creators update that comes at the same time, which is going to have. Um, a load of updates to support the, these kind of headsets and and do more with with content. So, I like so. the fact that I like the fact it's a standard rather than a specified product as well. So you know you can get that innovation from people producing cheap headsets, or you know you can make your choice. It does woolly the the situation a bit, as in you know it's nice, it's easy to buy a Vive or, or you know a, an Oculus and know what it is and have things that say supports Oculus but I, I quite like the idea of a stand especially in that kind of price bracket I think it's it will it'll lead to good value price uh, devices and a bit of competition there it's nice uh, Yahoo has come forward and uh, now admitted that all of its accounts were affected by its breach that happened in 2013 uh, not just the third of the accounts and when we're talking about these numbers they're so they have a total of 3 billion accounts worldwide. Um, so it's all 3 billion rather than the 1 billion which they notified of before. Um, they argue that they don't need to really do anything any further. Everything's as bad as it could be anyway. So, <laughs> And that's probably true. And I, 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 my gut feel is, I mean, I think there was, a, I saw a post that said there was 3.8 billion humans on, on the internet. And clearly they don't all have Yahoo accounts. Mm. So there's a lot of spam accounts there. Yes. You know, and and so they're always, you know, a lot of these numbers that you see across the internet yeah. are spam accounts. But, yeah, you, you know, know especially so. where you've got to, developers have all got to have accounts to test these things. So, yeah. yeah. But it's still incredibly <laughs> disappointing. It's still, yeah. you know, it, it's just the fact that they're struggling to get, you know, the multiple years they've struggled to actually be honest and truthful about it. It feels odd get to the bottom of it. As I keep as I keep saying, I don't think these guys and girls really do get to the bottom of it. I think they wait until the next bit of data gets released onto the bins and then they see which accounts are genuinely hacked and which ones aren't. Um, yeah, I mean, like I say, it's, it's, it's unprecedented to have 3 billion accounts. It's ridiculous. Um, especially given that they didn't do anything for three years initially and you know for three years they left all those account details open and, and didn't have action on it so you know it just it just smells bad i'm not sure yahoo as a brand is is that long for this world no I, and yeah i mean i guess there's some people that still know it but there's so many people who are just it's, it's a laughable brand now yeah it's yeah, maybe it's got enough friendly, but it's you know it's got enough friendly associations that oh, actually it'll okay. live on. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, on to some hardwarey type um, releases again. It's almost like Christmas is coming or something like that. Um, Sonus first. Uh, so basically, they have announced that they are going to allow Alexa support uh, or have Alexa support in their Sonus One speaker. Um, so effectively, you can talk to your Sonos like you would with an Alexa now, and it will work, which is nice. Yeah, very nice. So you can, um, 
yeah, you can use an Echo or an Echo Dot or another Alexa device and you can say, you know, play music in my bedroom speaker and, and off it pops. So, yeah, whatever you define your um, Sonos as. So, yeah, but the speaker itself will have the speaker in it, so it will act like an Alexa device as well. So it's kind of two-way there. That's nice. Well, that's the, that's the new hardware. So that's yeah. the Sonos. There's a new Sonos One that has Alexa built in. This is... I am this jumping is, ahead in the notes. Yeah, so this is like this is like Alexa can, you know, you can use your Echo and plug it in and, and mm-hmm. go, um, Alexa, play play me some... Some grime. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're definitely a grime person, um, and they've as well as um, saying Alexa support. There's good indications that they will also roll in all the Google Assistant support and also AirPlay too. So um, they're not just pinning all their you know, you know they're not putting all their eggs in the one basket of Alexa there or Amazon. What am I Echo? What, yeah. what I call, I call it Alexa because that's what you tell say, <laughs> but it's an Echo device, right? Yeah. Right. And as you say, there there, there are no, no eggs in one basket. Uh, so Google Assistant's coming soon, and AirPlay two is twenty eighteen. And it didn't and it didn't really commit to winning twenty eighteen, which is probably a good thing because the the, the kind of the, the Alexa voice control support was talked about for early twenty seventeen, and and we're getting it now. So yeah, and and you know twenty eighteen is not far away. So yeah, it could be really close. It could be yeah, it months. could be what four months or it could be fourteen months. Yeah, AirPlay two isn't going to require hardware um, integrated. It's all software based, so that's why we can see these integrations much, much more simply. And then the updates going forward can be much easier than than having to have yeah. hardware. And that means you can use you can use Siri to say play this music on that speaker. Yep. Experience. So here's the new Sonos One speaker that we were just mentioning before. Hundred ninety nine dollars out. Um, out October 24th so but you can pre-order today and this is Sonos's in uh, speaker with an integrated uh, microphone so you can actually talk to it like uh, Alexa um and basically it's their old Play 1 speaker uh, so I guess it's the basic model is that am I right yeah and yeah. we've got a couple of Play 1s in house mm-hmm. and the the sound sound fine sound really good you know compared to you know <laughs> so if I play something on the Echo and I play it on the 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 Play 1 the Sonos one, it's um, it, it's you know you can hear the difference, and that's where they're positioning this is you know a yeah. better way to listen to. It. Now we're coming on to Google now, but um, they have got a kind of competitor towards that. Um, so Sonos are going to have to keep on their game to stay in this market. Um, so let's. let's do have you a... think? Do you think Sonos are under threat? Because Sonos are such a big, I guess for the normals, they're such a big brand, and that loads of people I know do have Sonos, and they like the multi room yeah. audio, and they like they can play anywhere, and it works really easily. Um, but but they have lagged, you know. So I, you know, Amazon just doing a software update to say, yeah, all your Echoes can now do multi room audio. And you're like, oh wow, that's. <laughs> but they've still got that basis of you know that they're still the, the best quality. speaker that we've yeah. got at the moment. Yet I think that is under threat. Uh, in the very near future, because we've got Apple's offering coming, we've got Google's offering coming. So yes, they are. They they need to be careful um, and, and navigate this land carefully. And and by being generic and making sure they support all these different devices, I think that's their best thing. It means they can integrate wider than each. Because if you, you know, essentially, some, someone's going to make a choice: Am I an Amazon Home? Am I a Google Home? Am I a, an Apple Home? And if their products can work across all three of them, then I think that's a really strong uh, proposition. Yeah. Uh, still. Yeah, agreed. 
Okay, Google Home, Google, sorry, Google Home Mini has been announced. This is the equivalent. Of, uh, so Google Home have had their device for a while now. Um, sorry, I don't understand. There you go. <laughs> she doesn't understand. I don't but, understand yeah. you either, Chris. But Home Mini has now been uh, announced, $49, slightly bigger than uh, the Echo Dot. Slight, is it slightly more expensive? But it, it's basically, it's got a, a, a slightly better speaker. Yeah, same um, price as the Dot. I think they're, they're both that kind of $50 price. And I think the Dot sometimes... They, they you, put on offer, don't they? That's yeah, you can get a wee offer for 40 or something like that. So, uh, Yeah, and uh, it's... it's say generally accepted that it's got a slightly better speaker um you not really up to your main listening device so it's not going to be that but it is nice and easy to hear and is a little bit louder and more clear than the the dot um and yeah they they're, they're like little what they're like little pebbles it's going to say a lot of speaker but that would have been <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're very they're rounded they've, they're material covered like the other devices yeah. in the range uh, they 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 look nice they come in three color options there's gray darker gray and they've got coral offering and it might it matches the kind of home the home look you know yes. so it's matching that I, I guess we should be every time we see this if somebody's playing it back with a speaker that's going to trigger so sorry yes. sorry folks. sorry about that um, but this was um this was the kind of you know google yesterday i think there was like five or six different products launched it was a it's about like Amazon last week, except more polish. You know, so Amazon were just like, oh, here's these new things. Go. Google did a bit more. Hey, here's these new things. <laughs> these are fantastic. One of the big ones was the Home Max. So we just say this is this is a supersized speaker. So this is really designed to be the one that's playing music. It is high fidelity. Um, it has all the clever kind of self-listening type things that apple were talking about at their event so it will readjust based on the positioning in the room um and you can pair them up so that they can work in stereo things like that so this is really google's sonos equivalent really and saying this is how you get better sound in your house it's a speaker it can lie on its side it can stand upright it's a what size of a toaster something like that i think that's probably about yeah so and and if you look at the we talked about the sonos play one so there's a play three and play five so i think Mm -hmm. they're kind of aiming for the uh, play i'm trying to remember i've got a play three i think it was about 300 quid you know, so it's probably that akin to that because it's got a bit more. You know, obviously it's got the the home assistant stuff in it as well. Yeah. Um. So it's that probably that, or maybe even the Play Five, and we'll need to wait for the actual proper reviews to come out. But that's what they're targeting. It's not an Echo competitor. No, it's not cheap. It's uh, four hundred dollars. Yeah. Which we, it's likely to mean nearly four hundred pounds. So it's a that's an expensive bit of kit, especially if you want two of them. You know, yeah, just... and you get and the, and the, the, a little bit of the kind of gateway drug. They'll get twelve months of YouTube music, so ad okay. ad free music basically for every purchase. So you can buy that, and you've got you know every music track for free for a year. Um, but then you're I don't know how much I'm guessing YouTube music is much like everything else. It'll be the kind of you know five to ten dollars a month depending on what you what you want. It's where they it seem to sit at, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and they also announced um, some high end Pixel Book um, laptops. Uh, including stylus $999 basically $1000 for a for a Chromebook which is a browser for, yeah but i mean i've used one in and uh, like it was a while back but they you don't really notice it's just a browser uh, nowadays it's quite integrated but it is limiting and and the fact that it's this is a $1000 machine it looks good it looks um, amazing it was a mix between a uh, i thought it was it was taking bits of macbook and they've taken bits of what's the microsoft one um, the surface. surface yeah and um 
it's kind of blocky look, which is nice. Yeah. It's a twelve point three inch display. It does a it does full fold back so you can turn it into a kind of tablet. It's got touch screen, it's uses the stylus as I've just said. Um uh, it, it comes with lots of storage. It comes with a you know an i five processor, so it's a you know it's fast enough. It's got USB C ports for charging accessories. It's got assistant built in. It's a touch screen. You've already said it's, it takes all the bit. It's blooming heck. That's a lot of money for a browser. I still I still yeah. when I, when I think of the when I think of the dings Apple was getting for a thousand thousand pound for a phone. Yes, and this is like thousand pounds so I can run Chrome. Yeah. And it, there's no getting away from that, um, like you know. And you can spec it up to what was it? Sixteen hundred quid. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Wow. So it is, it, you know, hey, they're, they're playing at it and just seeing what happens. I guess um, you really need to love. You really need to love a Chromebook to buy this. If you think that nearly everything you do is nowadays in a browser, it's very you know, there's not that much you do outside of the browser, especially on a laptop. So. Or for some people, that's all they ever do. So. Yeah, they didn't say too much about um, battery life because Chrome's sucks with batteries. Uh, yeah, Chrome is still a battery drainer for sure. Uh, yeah, the Pixel 2 phone was also released and the 2XL. So this is Google's premium handset that they come up with. The Pixel was very well received. Uh, I think HTC are their maker and we, they've, we've seen them recently close up to ever ever tightening ties between the two um, and the pixel 2 looks like another well, it looks very similar to the old one in some ways um basically the, the 2xl is their new offering really which is bumped up from a 5.5 to a six inch display um pre- fairly fairly edge to edge they've they've got a top and bottom what is what is it, a forehead and chin that isn't a screen um but it's it's relatively small and and again it looks quite modern in its approach yeah halfway through its diet was was, was my take on it <laughs> a little bit to, a little bit more to lose but i think it's a lovely looking phone um it's got all the specs you'd want of a kind of modern smartphone that launches this year um i guess the controversial bits for a lot of people was that it's it's lost its headphone jack um, mm. whereas last year they were making big plays about yeah we still got ours yeah yep. boo not this year and um and probably yeah. the reason for that is that they, they released a set of wireless headphones as well. Yeah, um, but also the, the, other, the other bit that was, they were digging last year was, oh, these phones were camera bumps. <laughs> yes, we've, and they're back to having a bump on. Ding, we've got that one too. <laughs> so, um, but the, but I think the phone itself is, I think it's kind of hard to fault. It looks... HTC it looks... have been renowned for a number of years yeah. now about making some of the best handsets that we see. Um, they just never got that recognition or buy-in. So Pixel is one way that they can get that, and they do get that. So, uh, like I say, it was very well received. I can't, I don't know about the sales figures on it, um, but it deserves to do well. It will be a good Android experience, and you can be 100% sure that this one will receive updates pretty damn quick as Android progresses because it's directly in that that upgrade line from Google. Yep, I've seen I've seen certainly the photos and there was um, reviews of the camera already. It's saying it is stunning. You know, it is a, a fantastic camera on 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 the phone. Um, the unique thing, which I think we saw on other HTCs this year, was this: um, you can squeeze it, so you can squeeze mm. the sides to trigger an action. So I think it was yeah, you can silence phone calls or launch Google Assistant by giving it a squeeze. Um, so this seems to be kind of HTC's um, USP at the moment that that we're 
they've got a platform because I don't think anybody else is doing it. No. Um, that you can give it a little a little squeeze and it's another form of input without necessarily being. Is it called being... Intelli Edge or something? something. Oh yeah, uh, Active, Active Edge. Edge. Active Edge. Active Edge. Um, and and I guess it's 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 buttons without being a button. You know, and so you don't have that visible, you know, visible button there, but you can give it a little. Nah. Yeah, yeah, nah. I think so. <laughs> but, they, nah. but it's clearly enough that they've, they've added it into here as well. Yeah. So there's there's something there, and it's got you know support, you know, better support for AR and the AR stickers that they talked about. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, portrait modes in. It absolutely, it, but, but again, there just seems to be, you know, it's a it's a, a race to to you know feature complete with all the other you know folk that are on the market right now mm-hmm. there's and very... it's amazing how quickly it all happens as well just like... yeah you know it's like somebody makes a small kind of like yeah we've got uh, we've got it too uh, it's got, got live we've, photos we've got called motion yeah. photos yeah you know and it's yes but when it's in software it's fairly easy to replicate you know that's yeah. kind of where it goes to isn't it yeah and i think and i think that's why just going back to sonos it's like it's like it's easy it, oh sorry it's 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 not easy it's um I guess I can see a, a future where they're just not there because they're competing against, you know, Amazons and Googles and now an Apple who mm-hmm. who will eat them up in software, I think. You know, Amazon have done it easily this year. You know, yeah. and, and again, release a release a you know, a, a better sound in Echo and I think they would struggle. Basically. Anyway. Yep. Um, this this phone looked really, really nice. Um, it comes in three colours: white, black, and kind of blue. Just call it blue. <laughs> what the hell? Kind of white, kind of black, and kind of blue. Um, and six four nine sixty four gig seven four nine one two eight. Um, the bigger one, um, and again, it's going up to eight four nine for sixty four gigabit, nine four nine for one two eight. So we're see, we're seeing lots it's of providers right hitting hitting those four figures. As soon as one, you know, I mean, you know. As soon as one gets away with it, they all get away with it. Effectively. But also, as time goes on and mobile phones become this more prevalent, the the, the rare rare elements that are inside these phones are becoming more and more expensive because by their very definition, they're rare elements and they're finding it harder and harder to find them. And we're going to see massive price hikes in, in the next 10 years, I would imagine. And, so get and, used to it. And we, we, we don't use them for phones. <laughs> you know yeah. it's like we call them a phone but they're, they're anything but mm-hmm. uh, so yeah as I mentioned Google Pixel Buds have been released this is their for Google's uh, first wireless headphones just to check you didn't buy a Pixel or did you buy a Pixel no I bought no. a uh, OnePlus 3 that was it so yeah um, so these are Google branded earphones they're like little they look like the large top ends of a drawing pin <laughs> with a little like hook that hooks into one of your ear um they didn't, look, they didn't look particularly attractive. I must no, say. They, they're not. They're not very pretty. I wouldn't say, but they're coloured. You know, um, and you kind of need this offering if you're going to ha- not have a, a headset port on or a headphone head jack port. Um, One hundred and fifty nine dollars, so not cheap. Um, doing the normal kind of uh, charging in in the holder type thing. Um, Same price as AirPods. You know, yeah. so there's, there's this clear, and, and there's a there's a lot of other people are hitting that price point as well. So that, mm. that seems to be a like we're talking about with the phones. That seems to be a, a kind of collective. Let's make sure that our wireless, you know, headsets are in around that price point. Yeah. So they <laughs> they reckon on Pixel you're going to have an active Google Translate option, which sounds totally Hitchhiker's Guide, right? The demo was fantastic. I haven't seen the demo, so this oh, is like oh, a the demo was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, unbelievable that we're getting there now. 
and you activate the Google Assistant by kind of, I think it was you hold it in. So the AirPods is just, the AirPods, the, the touch on the AirPods sucks, you know, so you kind of mm-hmm. you need to dunt it quite heavily to actually make it do anything and it's sore and I just forget it, just get the phone out and do what you need to do. Um, and in this one, there's a number of different actions. So you can you can swipe on it and you can do different, act, you know, there's a few things you can do mm-hmm. to, you know, like mute and up the volume and, you know, do all these things. But if you push it in, it allows you to do the kind of um, the Google Assistant and the translate was in 40 languages. And I was like, I know the phone's doing the heavy work. I'd love to go to my next Japanese meeting and just click this on and see whether it actually does work. It'd be amazing to see. Because yeah. they're, I mean, they're, they're, their visual one where it translates written text in places is unbelievably voodoo magic. Yeah, so if this... they could do the same with you know, voice translation, I think that'd be amazing. So don't watch the keynote from yesterday because it was a bit... Ugh. But that's a bit to kind of watch. Okay. Just, there's, there's somebody on demonstrating it. What's anyway, it's just, I, I just thought that is fantastic. And I'm sure there'll be examples where it fails and stuff, but it was like sure. the, the, just the level of ambition and the way it, the, the way it actually... Um, the way it actually worked was, I just thought, really, really good. Google Clips. This is another weird device. So this is a tiny camera, and it uses AI to automatically photograph family moments. So this is a little square bow, what is it? Just a bit smaller than a playing card. Yeah, I was um, going to say a bit bigger than a GoPro, you know, so yeah, that kind yeah. of size. And it kind of just sits there, and it assesses what's in frame. And if it recognises the person and thinks it's a good moment, it will take a photo of them. Yeah, and and all that for two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, so they're playing. Apparently, it's playing towards families or um, to child trying to take photos of children that aren't sort of candid or are candid. Which was which? Where is it? <laughs> Oh, uh, and and pets who are camera shy. It seems like a really blooming niche product for what is effectively a spy camera. Yeah, and because there's a whole <laughs> other things about about wiretapping, they don't catch any sounds. So you get some soundless video. I mm. I looked at that and thought that's that's golf. Just what are you? And they kept on it focusing on AI. You know, look at this. AI is doing all this. And years ago, and we've got all this AI, and and it's like yeah, no. this is searching for uses of AI that don't aren't needed. No, it's really I'd, just adding spy cameras to your house. I I, I didn't get it. Got to be honest. Especially yes. to see, see if they turn around and say it's ninety nine dollars. It'd be like right, you've made a little mm, throwaway kind of thing. But yeah, it's quite f- expensive. Uh, uh, weirder things have sold before now. Weirder things have sold before now. That's almost profound. Right. I was, I was trying to think. I've probably bought something <laughs> that is weird, and that's what that homework for next time. That is the end of our news that we had. Um, have you got a pick for us? No. Should just mention that we've been playing Destiny. Uh, we mentioned that before, but you know, it's be, it's it's taken our interest. I guess it's the. That's all right. It's all right. That's kind of, that's where everyone sits. Isn't it? It's all right. Yeah, I enjoy the online, but the the kind of offline's got a bit grindy for me. It's got a bit like. Oh. Uh, yeah, and there are some like I think I mentioned to you. There's some some special end of game type content that we're we're not quite there yet yet i think we should probably push that a bit further to try and spark that interest I'll, I was, I'll, I'll try <laughs> I, was, I was quite interested by it the other day i had a go at the leviathan yeah, I'll, raid. I'll try um okay so if we haven't got a pick then that is all for today um digitaloutbox.com is our website info at digitaloutbox.com is our 
email address and we're also on twitter as digital outbox and i am on twitter as cheesy uk uh blog is academyracer.co.uk i promise i promise i am going to update it soon stuff is in action as it were um and that will get updated is it this calendar year update or is it's it definitely this calendar year? year oh okay all right uh where can we find you ian net, twitter sweeper lovely okay and we will speak to you again probably next week <laughs> speak to you probably then bye probably bye no definitely bye Thank you.